Okay, tov, everybody. So we're continuing the Yaret Haramban, and we're continuing with the topic of Talmud Torah, Torah study, and um, its incredible value, and how Ramban emphasizes this to his son in his letter, about always constantly be studying Torah, and making sure a person takes the lessons of the Torah to apply to his life, and is introspective about Torah study, and uses it to help him improve his life. And we discussed some other things about Torah study, about the effort in Torah study, making sure Torah study is with depth, with understanding and how Torah study, it informs one of his obligations to his creator and it uh, helps one in properly finding what else is, whatever else is going on within himself or herself, the challenges, the issues, whatever, those are all uh, attained through study of Torah. So Rabbi Foyer ends this section with a beautiful, beautiful mashal, a beautiful story that illustrates the concept, the idea of the importance of Torah study and the role that Torah study plays in our lives. So he quotes Rabbi Elchanan Wasserman. Elchanan Wasserman was one of the great Chachamim in, uh, in the 20th century, the first half of the 20th century. In Eastern Europe, he had a yeshiva in a city called Varanovich. He was uh, actually Hashem Yikom Damo. He was killed by the Nazis, Imach Shemam, in during World War II, during the Holocaust. He was uh, probably one of the most uh, well-known Rabbanim to be uh, murdered by the Nazis during World War II. And he asked the following question. He says, Why must the Jews study Torah ceaselessly and practice mitzvot constantly? Why is there always more Torah to study, more mitzvot to do? It's ongoing, it's going on and on. It's so, it's so uh, all-encompassing, demanding of our lives. But when it comes to the non-Jews, so they have seven Noachite laws. They have seven mitzvot, and that's it. They have seven mitzvot that Noach they're obligated to do. And then that's it. They, they, they don't have anything else going on. So he gave the following mashal, the following illustration to make the point. So he says, imagine a luxury ocean liner. Imagine a cruise ship. So the moment the passengers come on board, so the crew is there and they're taking care of them. They're giving, making sure all their needs are taken care of. They, the steward comes, he accompanies the guests to their rooms, and he makes just one minor request. They give him all the amenities, all the comforts, all the fantastic things in the world. He makes one minor request. He says, please just take a couple of minutes. I'll give you a card. And it tells you just the general rules for the ship, emergency procedures. Just look at this card and enjoy. Have a carefree voyage. Enjoy the rest of the time. Here's just a little card. Take care of. That's all you need. Now, at the same time, while all the passengers are boarding the ship, the captain comes on along, comes on the ship as well. But the captain is in a completely different situation. He's carrying a heavy briefcase with their maps, their charts. He has, all the, he has to carry all his navigational equipment and he stations himself at the helm of the ship, the, the head of the ship, to be able to steer the ship. And he takes, um, takes out all his stuff from his briefcase, all his stuff from his bag. And he's firmly holding on to the steering system with very, very tightly. He doesn't loosen his grip at all. He's constantly aware, constantly looking, constantly thinking. He studies the maps and he gazes out to sea to make sure there's no danger around, to make sure that he, has, he can veer away from anything that would be dangerous for the passengers. And there are stressful days their sleepless nights. And finally, after a long, long voyage, he brings the ship, the ship safely into port. He brings it back home. So, during the voyage, think about it. The passengers on the ship, the, the people who come along for the ride, oh, they're pampered, they're enjoying themselves. They have that little card of responsibilities, of things they have to know about, but otherwise they're having the best time. Their elder needs are taken care of. But the captain, he's under a lot of pressure, a lot, of, a lot of stress, a lot of responsibility that he has. 
to make sure that everything runs smoothly. But when they arrive at the destination, the passengers, they merely depart. They get off the ship and they go, they go they're on their way. They go home, whatever they go, wherever they go. But the captain, he gets praise, reward, recognition for all the hard work and all the effort and all the focus and all the energy that he's dedicated in order for this, for this ship, for this voyage to be successful. So Rav Hanan Wasserman says that the earth is a ship Quotes here the way right before he says it, journeying through the sea of history. I mean the the ship, the cruise, so to speak, the the voyage is like the voyage of our lives. The nations of the world are passengers. There's nothing wrong with being a passenger, it's not a bad thing. They're just passengers, they're coming along for the ride. But the Bnei Israel, the Jewish people, are the captains of the ship. So the nations of the world, the passengers, okay, so their world is their world, they enjoy, they have, you know, seven mitzvot, they have their small card of responsibilities, but okay, when they get to the destination, they're still just passengers, they did what they're supposed to do, which is good, it's commendable, but they're still just the passengers. But when the Jews, they must study the sea chart in order to be successful on the voyage, so they have to know the chart, they have to know the direction, they have to know where they're going. That sea chart, Rav Khan says, is the Torah. The Torah is, is, our, is our guide, it's our map, it's telling us where to go, where we have to be at every point in time, where, how to make sure that we stay away from any danger, make sure we're heading in the right direction, going where we need to go. The navigational instruments, the instruments that help us, they aid us in getting where we need to go, are the mitzvot. So the Torah is the map, it's the Torah is the direction, and the mitzvot are the instruments, the tools that we use to get to where we need to be. So when we study the Torah, and we follow the directions of the Torah, and we use the mitzvot, we use the instruments, so then we can steer us as the captains of the ship, the Jewish people as the captains of the ships, we steer the world towards Geulah, towards redemption, towards Mashiach, towards all where the world's supposed to go. But we have to use our tools, and we have to use our maps, we have to have everything, we have to be on top of things, we have to be involved in things. When the journey ends, B'nai Yisrael, the captain of the ship, will receive our appropriate recognition and reward because we took the ship where it needs to go. We took the world where it needs to go. The ship is the world. The ship is the voyage of life, the voyage of Jewish history, not just of our particular personal lives, but it's the, it's the voyage of human history, of world history. We're the captains. The Jewish nation are the captains of the ship. And our job is to use our maps and use our tools to make sure that the ship goes where it needs to go. It's not necessarily always easy. It could be, at times, it could be demanding of our lives, but the benefits are incredible. The outcome is we're doing, we're taking the world where it needs to go. And then we'll get the recognition, we'll get the acknowledgement, we'll get the reward that we need for doing what we needed to do. But ultimately, what we're doing is really taking the world to that final goal, to that final destination, where it needs to be. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Kol Tuv.